Hello and welcome to this Multipeer podcast. I'm Kenton Jones, Vice President of Marketing here at Multipeer. And today we're talking about quality and the steps that Multipeer takes to make sure that you and your customers have the highest quality product, the most consistent product out there when you decide to start using a Multipeer filter to protect you and your family. So when talking about Multipeer quality, we're going straight to the top with our Vice President of Quality Assurance, Mike Ruelas. Hi, Mike. Hey, Kenton. How are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for being here with us to talk about this. You know, what we're going to talk about today is a lot of the behind-the-scenes work that is done here at Multipeer and, and across town over at the factory when it comes to making sure that the product that our customers receive is, is consistent, right? That's right. And thank you for kind of detailing it out. And there's a lot of, a lot of stuff that goes into you know, making sure the product is consistent. And can't wait to jump into it. Okay. So... Let's start with a little background on you. You've been with Multipeer for uh, quite a bit of time. Yeah, going on 12 years here in April and over 20 years of manufacturing experience. And over those years, you know, uh, including the pandemic, and there's a lot of experience that's gone into it. And I think it's we're in unprecedented, unprecedented times and it's it's been a challenge. Yeah. So have you been in Las Vegas your whole career? Or, or? Um, no, I've been in Las Vegas since 98. Okay. But originally from California. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So with Multipure, when you first came in, what was uh, what, what were you doing with Multipure when you first started with us? When I first started, came in on as a quality assurance supervisor at the factory, and from there um, moved on to quality assurance manager, and then director of quality, and now the vice president of quality. Okay. So your day to day, what do you do day to day? What takes up your time? So daily we. We monitor the process, you know, with the, using a statistical process control. So we we monitor trends. So the analogy I like to use is, you know, you're driving down the street. You don't wait till you hit the curb to adjust as you're driving. You know, you start swerving to one side. You adjust to the center. So we do the same in the quality world. We look at the trends. As soon as we see a trend directed to a certain spec limit, then we adjust. Okay. So before we get into the specific details of, of things that you're tracking, why, why is this so important? Why is it important that we track those trends, that we make those corrections? Well, I'll, I'll go back to the definition of quality, you know, the ability to meet customers' expectations, their standards. So, you know, in, in manufacturing, you know, there's a lot of phases, you know, within our products that need to be monitored. And, you know, we, we need to verify that through every phase, we are able to meet those customers' expectations. So that's pretty important with, say, I guess the carbon would be would be one of the most important you know, metrics that you have to track because the performance there, the performance related to the carbon is so important to the end performance of the filter, right? Absolutely. And, you know, in my experience, you know, Multipure has been the only company I've ever worked for that actually conducts 100% incoming inspections on all the raw materials. So not only carbon, but other ingredients as well. So, and we look at it at a, you know, this particle size level. So it's it's very controlled and, you know, so every batch that we make of filters, we have data behind it to verify that, 
you know, the consistency is there, the quality is there, and that it's going to perform to the customer's expectations. Okay, so tell us why that's different from what other manufacturers might do, where it's more of a sampling of, I guess, incoming raw materials as opposed to what we do. So opposed to other, I guess, companies, they use a strategy of sampling protocols that would be, you know, per every thousand uh, so, so taking a representative sample. Yeah, repre- representative sample. We do. We don't use that strategy here for the incoming. We do that, you know, in other phases. But for the incoming, we want to make sure as we start off production, it is quality product. So, going back to the carbon again, because that's kind of our base material and so important. So. Carbon comes into our factory in what, like 200 pound sacks or 250 pound sacks? What? 200 or 250, it varies depending. So, whereas other companies might only take a sample of one out of every four bags or, or something like that, we sample, we take multiple samples out of just every single bag. Correct. We take a representative sample out of every single bag we receive. Okay. So that, and, and that's important with carbon especially carbon we use, coconut shell carbon, because it's a natural product and there's always going to be inconsistencies in, you know, I guess materials that are derived from from a natural source like that. Yes, so there will be some natural variation that that we're accustomed to, but, you know, we verify that that natural variation is within our specifications. So we have these guardrails, essentially, that, but our guardrails are a lot closer together than, than, uh, than, than maybe other manufacturers. And, and, and absolutely, we, you know, we have such a good relationship with our suppliers that they understand well what we are expecting out of them, and, you know, and they know that we're verifying all these metrics when we receive every single bag from them. Wow. It sounds like a it sounds like a time-consuming process. It it is, but uh, we're we're so accustomed to doing it that it's work as usual for us. Okay, so you just uh, yeah, it just becomes part of the daily routine, huh? sampling carbon. Absolutely. And that's so that's one of the things we do here at the home office at the at the lab, right? Yes. Yeah. So we collect all the representative samples across town in the in the factory, and then all that is analyzed in our lab here at Multipair. Nice. And what are you looking for? here in multiple if you can tell us yeah so we, we just we verify that the particle size is to specification and we verify that other metrics are also within specification that that does impact you know production of the uh, of the carbon block blocks and filters uh, and within you know once all that is verified then production has a green light to proceed with that bag of carbon okay so not only important in the end result and the performance of the filter, but also important in the manufacturing process that settings and, and things that we do at the factory are consistent as well. Correct. Because right. uh, and, and the specifications, you know, just kind of digging a little deeper into them, it's not something that we just kind of picked out of the air. It's, it's a lot of experience. It's gone into understanding what we need to, you know, achieve our end goal, you know, and, and to have a smooth manufacturing process as well. So as you know, if, if someone were to start a carbon block company today, they would go through a lot of <laughs> aches and pains just trying to figure out where does this need to be? Why am I seeing this issue? So there's a lot of experience that goes into, you know, our specifications. And a lot of that is is homegrown, right? A lot of that is, like you said, kind of growing pains over the years. I mean, we've We've been manufacturing for 45 plus years, and I'm sure that the quality specifications back in the mid-70s were quite a bit different than they are now. I wonder if you can tell me a little bit about that when you came in. I guess that 
the, the management team and the manufacturing team here had so much experience with making carbon block filters that, that I, I don't know, that, that helped kind of set a base for you to even grow that even more. Yeah, so uh, coming in, the I think at the time when I first started, it, I think the average uh, years for a manager here experience-wise was somewhere around 30 years, so yeah. something that I have never seen in the past. So it was a breath of fresh air to you know, have people to the left or the right of me that had just tons of knowledge. And you know that is very evident even through the manufacturing process where the experience is is all seen across you know the the procedures and the equipment a lot of work has gone into that over the years before I even started gotcha so in in meeting with with some of our suppliers I'm sure that you have come across competitors of Multipure, other manufacturers of carbon block filters is, is that right that's correct so in any casual conversation with these other competitors do you sometimes kind of have to chuckle to yourself or, or about about maybe some of their quality plans and how they're different than ours? Absolutely. I remember a time here recently actually where we, we you know we'll go to trade shows and there was a manufacturing company of, of water filters and they had some displayed filters on their on their booth and I'm looking at them and I said they don't know what they're doing like they don't <laughs> they're so oblivious to the lack of quality in their product that they're they're so bold enough to put it on display, right? And I'm, I'm I'm looking at this filter and and it's completely out of square. And I'm thinking, how, why would you even put that on display? This is supposed to be your showcase of your best product. Absolutely. So it kind of speaks to the to the experience that we that we have, and and that's box that gets checked off in manufacturing. You know, is our is our block and our our filter assembly adequate? And and they're oblivious to it. And it, so it was. <laughs> It, it was it was shocking to see, but you know, as I visit more trade shows, it's actually fairly common. People yeah. people don't realize that you know the things they need to be looking at when manufacturing water filters. So, looking through the process of making a multipure filter, and I mean the complete system, the, the housing, the fittings, the tubes, the the, the carbon, the carbon block filter. Kind of just give us some idea of, of things that you are looking for in those various parts and pieces of, of the filter. So what we're looking for is, you know, primarily fit, form, and function, and does it meet specifications? So is 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 the part able to function, you know, as it's designed to? And then outside of that, we also verify dimensionally that everything is within specifications, you know, per what's been communicated to the supplier. And so we do a lot of work on the incoming inspection end of it as well uh, here at Multipure. We verify that every lot that we receive from suppliers meets specifications by sampling and, and you know, we have a whole software dedicated to verifying those and documenting that as well. You know, in the event of something deviating, we'll be able to you know, trace back to a lot at that point. So not that this happens very often, but I mean, it is manufacturing, but, but sometimes there is an issue and we're able to, to, if there's an issue, we're able to trace back to a, a very specific lot of product, right? Correct. And, you know, it's a very critical part of a quality management system is, is being, having the ability to trace back down to the source, different suppliers, whatever part where, you know, may be the issue, but we have that traceability throughout all, you know, manufacturing of the carbon block and also uh, assembly of a, a full system here at Multipure. So this might be getting a little bit out of your wheelhouse here, but, but a lot of people listening to this podcast 
have a, a pretty good understanding of NSF certification and why that's so important to how we market our products and how we compare ourselves to others. How much of your job plays into our certification and and you know making sure that, that we're able to maintain certification or, or even get new certifications? Yeah, so you know, achieving a NSF certification is not an easy task. So if it were easy, everybody would be doing it. So <laughs> yeah. we, you know, my day to day, it plays a huge role is, you know, verifying that what has been certified at NSF matches what we're producing daily. And, you know, so that will impact performance, impact the, you know, the function of the actual filtration. So those things are what we do day in and day out here at Multipure and verifying that everything will match what was sent to NSF and has been certified. So just to kind of repeat that, because I think that's super important, when we submit product for certification with NSF, you know, there's there's a whole bunch of tests, um, dozens of tests, right? You know, different contaminant reduction, seal verification, the structural integrity of the housing, things like that. That's not just a one-time thing. We don't just give them our best. We don't like hand pick the best out of the lot to send it to them. It's consistent. We can we can just blindly pick pick something out and and send it to them. And four years from that date, it's going to be the same thing. Correct. And my understanding is that NSF actually conducts those field tests, although they will select uh, filters or units in the field and test them to verify that they're meeting uh, their standards. Right. So that's a, that's kind of their way of, of circumventing that potential problem. NSF also comes uh, to the factory and also to the warehouse uh, and assembly facility here just to, to make sure everything is up, up to par. Do you, you, have, you ever have anything to do with that? Yeah. So... That's correct. They they visit both facilities just to verify, you know, that the ingredients we state that we're using are being used, that every, the formulations are correct, verify that the labeling is correct. That we're, you know, I'm I'm sure that at some point some someone must have, you know, made a filter, slapped on an NSF label, and started selling them without actually being certified. So they yeah. verify those things, and and we're happy that they verify those things because. We know that we're on the on the right end on all those certifications, so and we'd like to make sure everybody else is as well. It's nice not having to make excuses or, or make up stories about why why this product isn't uh, working the same as as the one that was submitted to NSF. It's it's always nice to be on the right side, I guess. Like Absolutely. you said, you know, some of the other things that, that kind of fascinate me about about our quality program is is just the variety of different measurements that you have to take and and things that you have to track like the like the stainless steel that we use on the housings i mean i mean you know just even the the curve of the flange there i mean that's that's specified right i mean that's yep. and and there's a tolerance for that 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 we can't go out of what, what's the tolerance on on the stainless steel measurements so for you know and you know i'll give credit to our engineers they do an awesome job with you know our technical drawings and and yeah, so our, our stainless steel will have a, a tolerance of, you know, depending on where, where you're measuring, it could be as as open as ten thousandths of an inch to as small as five thousandths of an inch. So depending wow. on where we're measuring. So if you know to put it into perspective, if you put your fingers together and you as soon as you open it up where you see a little bit of light, that's probably five thousandths. Really? Know? So gives you gives a perspective. I mean, five thousandths is so small, but we. Our measuring equipment, you know, we, we do invest a lot into our measuring equipment, maintaining the calibration of our, all our measuring equipment, and that you know, that 
shows, you know, the dedication from Zach and the Rice family in making sure that everything is, is as it should be. So going back, we'll, we'll use uh, carbon again as, as, a, uh, as an example here. Do you think that some of our suppliers maybe get some headaches from us every once in a while with, with our demands on, on quality? You know, the, our suppliers, we have such a good relationship with our suppliers that they fully understand what, what we expect out of them and out of the material they're selling us. That it's, it's not so much of a headache. I think it's more of a, they've adapted to us over the years. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, we, we're in constant communication with them. So, you know, we'll be the ones to even go to them and say, you're doing a great job. But we're tracking your trends. Here's your trends. You know, make sure that you know that, that it's continuously being you know hitting the target. And so it's a, it's a lot of back and forth. But we're so used to it on both ends that I think that's why we're able to maintain that that consistency in our materials. Nice. All right. Quality assurance versus quality control. What's the difference? So quality assurance is verifying that. The quality is in within our product. Quality control verifies that the quality is being at the line. So, so manufacturing, when we're producing that carbon block, you know, we want to make sure that the quality is built on every single piece. Quality assurance comes in and verifies that quality is actually maintained. So quality control is in the process. Quality Correct. assurance is verifying that the product that came out of that process is it meets the standards, correct? Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. There's a nuance there, there's yeah. a, a difference. Absolutely. And you're in charge of, of both? I'm in charge of quality assurance, which has some overlap with quality control, but okay. primarily quality control falls under manufacturing. So when you see something in quality assurance that, that might be, again, trending out, you yeah. talk to you talk to the guys in manufacturing and- Correct, and so they can tweak their quality control to verify that, that everything is gonna meet our standards on the other, other end. Nice. What do you see in the in the future in terms of of Multipure's quality plan? In terms of uh, you know things that we're doing here. So the the pandemic has definitely introduced some unique obstacles, and I think we actually we get a lot of positive feedback in terms of you know as a lot of suppliers have struggled to to meet customer demands in terms of quantities. We have done a great job at you know being able to meet orders, and you know we'll have you know a little glitch here and there. But I think comparing it to other companies, we've done we've done a great job, and I think that's the focus is is making sure that you know as we move forward, you know that we maintain that that strength with you know our ability to keep up with demand and and quality assurance. It, it goes hand in hand in terms of verifying that you know what we're shipping is is meets customers expectations because you know if 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 it were easy where we can just ship everything out obviously that that would meet customers demand but it would not meet their expectation quality wise so making sure that that's you know in par with the the volume that we're putting through is 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 key in my opinion nice so i guess i guess coming back to the uh, challenges thing right now we you know we just like any other manufacturer, we've had uh, some challenges with with our supply chain. And I, I guess what I'm trying to ask here is, do we see some suppliers maybe cutting any corners right now because they're uh, under pressure, they're under the gun to to kind of get product out the door to us? Or are they, any comment on that? I yeah, guess? 
I, I wouldn't say cutting corners. I would say more they're they're seeing they're struggling just as 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 we are in terms of you know you know sometimes it could be related to staffing, it could be related to just like supply chain as you mentioned because you know some of our suppliers have their suppliers. So we do, we have experienced a little bit of that here in the last few years, but uh, we've, we've done a good job, in my opinion, in terms of mitigating all that you know, through com- communication. You know, we have uh, a process of corrective action reports where we do see something, we'll report it to them, they'll, they'll investigate, they'll fix it, and then in that, in that way we don't see it on our end. So despite supply chain problems, we're, we're still not accepting anything but the best. Absolutely. Nice. So any message you'd want to convey to, to multi-peer customers, multi-peer builders out there who, are, who like the product? What should they expect? What, uh, what would you like to tell them? Well, first I'd like to thank them for, for their loyalty to multi-peer. I think that the customers that we currently have, are they, they understand well what multi-peer's you know, uh, product in terms of performance is. And, and they like that. I, I love the multi-peer product from, from my own home as well. So um, my kids are accustomed to it. So that's something that... So you, I, so you have a multi-peer at home? Yes, absolutely. Which, yeah. one, which one do you have? I have the Aquaversa. Nice. Yeah, so, um, and it, my kids are so accustomed to the multi-peer water that when they drink non-multi-peer water other places, <laughs> they, they notice it. They said, this is different to the water that we drink at home. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, I did, so that's my first message is just thank, thanking them for, for their loyalty to the multi-peer product and, and, and to, you know, to always provide feedback. I think is it's important for us to understand what our customers' experiences with our, with our product and, and from a quality perspective, primarily for me, is would be valuable information. So, you know, so we take all those things into consideration for the future. Nice. All right. Well, hopefully everybody listening to this is, is getting what I'm out of getting out of it. And that is uh, assurance that, that what Multipure puts out there, what we ship out every single day is consistent. No matter, no matter which, which unit you get, it's going to be consistent with the last one. And in some cases, uh, you know, as the years go by, it's, it gets better. Absolutely. Nice. Well, any uh, any other thoughts here, Mike? Did we did we miss anything? Oh, this is this was fun. Thank you for setting this up, and thank you for the marketing team for uh, adjusting with my schedule. That could be hectic okay. sometimes. So, <laughs> probably really appreciate that, that, guys. All right. Well, thank you very much, Mike Ruelas. Been with Multipure in our quality assurance department. Now, vice president of, of quality assurance, leading the whole team uh, for 12, 13 years. Twelve years. Twelve years. Well, congratulations on that, and thank you so much for everything that you do here at Multipure. I know that uh, uh, it's certainly helpful for our customers to, to to know that what they're getting is the absolute best every, every single time. Thank you, Kenton. All right, so that's Mike Ruelas, Vice President of Quality Assurance here at Multipure. I want to thank him for his time. I want to thank you for your time for listening to this podcast. Remember, you can check us out on social media. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. We even have some TikTok videos out there. So check us out. You can find links to the social media platforms on our website at multipeer.com. You can also check us out on YouTube as well as other podcasts where you're listening to this. So on our SoundCloud account. So uh, listen, we really appreciate you. We appreciate your time. Thank you very much. And remember, Multipeer is for life and for you.